0: Welcome to another bonus episode of our Fort Bragg PwC podcast. Join us as Alexis wraps up our whole retreat in this final session. We hope you are completely blown away by God. We hope you got so much out of this virtual retreat. Let us know your thoughts by contacting us at braggpwc at gmail.com. Thank you.
1: This session...
2: Let me start sharing with you. Here's what we're gonna cover in this session. We're gonna cover return again,
3: remember, renew, and repent. And that's, that repent is such a loaded word. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, And we're gonna, hopefully we're gonna end and you're gonna be finding that you have a new perspective of, of wilderness. Um, that you're living with a new perspective of wilderness. So for one last time, we're gonna read the word of the Lord together. And this time, this time I want you to put yourself on the way with me. I want you to read it with all of the imagery and commands and promises that we've talked about. So put yourself on the way. The imagery is gonna unfold around you. The commands are gonna tell you what you're doing as you're walking. And the promises are going to tell you what lies ahead, what you can see from your vantage point that you have. So observe as we're walking through scripture here the boundary conditions, the things that um, that you see happening around you. There's a valley that is blooming, there's mountains that are hedging us in, there's the way that moves through them and it is straight and it is level and see In the very middle of it all, in white text, you're going to see that there is living water that has already broken forth in the wilderness.
2: Mm.
3: Pay attention to that verb tense. There is living water that is already in the wilderness
2: and streams that are already in the desert. So let's read. I'm getting lost here on my own computer screen. There
3: we go. fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come to save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. That verb tense that's happening right now the burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It shall be long to those who walk on the way. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Recall that we had to flee the cosmic mountain garden. We had to leave Eden. God had to cover up the gates to his garden until God could bring a new covering into fruition. Our Bible and this chapter in Isaiah tell us that God is going to bring us back into his presence. We don't have to climb the mountain again. We don't need to do the work. He came down to us. He prepared the way. He leveled out the road that we would not
2: stumble. You are going to make it. There we go. So in the end of Isaiah, in chapter
3: 66, God shares his plan. He tells us how he is going to return his people and all nations to his holy mountain. He says that. He talks about the end. Shortly before that. In Isaiah 64, he talks about how we need to conduct ourselves in the meantime. So Isaiah 66 tells us all, how it's all going to end, how he's going to bring us back to the mountain. In Isaiah 64, he talks about how we need to conduct ourselves in the meantime. So let's look at that. We're going to look at Isaiah 64, 3 through 5. When you, God, did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. Our God does awesome things. He came down, he works while we wait. He acts for those who wait on him. He meets us when we're joyfully working righteousness. You are just waiting in the wilderness and walking, and you're remembering God in his ways. And that's not working out your righteousness. That's done. What you're working on is strengthening hands, making firm, feeble knees, those around you, you're worshiping and you're tending his garden, which is the people around you. You're using your firm knees to walk alongside people on the way, which is what Trisha just talked about. You're praying for them. You are vocalizing and saying to others, behold, be strong, fear not, so that they can turn away from their anxiety into Jesus' righteousness. That's the work of righteousness. It's the share in Jesus's ministry. So I really wanna hone into this one word on your screen and it's the word remember. And that's, that's the name of this session. Because remember is the command that holds all of this together. What does it mean to remember? This is really powerful, prepare. Prepare your minds to be blown. Remember, whether in Greek, mimnesco, or in Hebrew, zakar, it means, it doesn't mean like, oh, I didn't didn't remember to get that on my grocery list. It slipped my mind.
2: Remember means actively and intentionally calling something to mind and keeping it here. Well, if you can see me, I can't see you. There we go. There we go. We're back in. Okay.
3: Figuratively, we we get this. We get this meaning. But literally, here's the word picture in Hebrew. The word remember needs, means to pierce through something. So if you're going to remember something, if you're going to follow the command to remember, you're going to wade through everything else in your life. You're
2: going to pierce through everything else to get to that truth. All right. Hang on to that for a second. That involves a very high level of activity on
3: your part. This is not a passive activity. Remembering is very, very active. To the original listeners, they would have had in their mind, when they heard the word remember, they would have had the word pierce in mind. They would have understood this concept of something piercing through to get through that. I want you to think about the new meanings that this gives to things like light piercing through darkness. Or what about Jesus being pierced for our transgressions? Jesus was pierced for our transgressions. God remembers you.
2: God remembers me. He pierced through everything to get to us. He pierced through time and space to get to you. He
3: remembers you. So when you read things like, and God remembered Abraham, it wasn't
2: that he forgot. It was that he pierced through everything to get to him.
3: John 14, 26 tells us that we have some help in this. says that the helper, the Holy Spirit was sent to us He pierced through everything to get to us, to bring to our remembrance all that Jesus has said. Oftentimes we'll read this command and we'll just kind of glance over it in the New Testament, but I want you to see it with fresh eyes, my sisters.
2: I forgot that. I forgot I put that on there. Here it is. It's really important.
3: So when we read things like, Matthew 28 20 remember I am with you always he's saying hey pierce through everything in your life right now and remember I am with you Jude 1:17. you must remember beloved and then what about this one friends In Luke twenty two twenty, 20 when we're just breezing on through preparing for Easter and we just kind of glance over this I want you to read this with fresh eyes this cup that is poured out for you in the new covenant in my blood, is the new covenant in my blood. Do this to remember me. Every time you approach the cup of communion, you're to pierce through everything else to remember Jesus, to remember what he has done, that he has met you and that God remembers you, that he has reached through time and space to extend his grace to you. Remember
2: it's such a massive command my life first kind of sealed the deal for me signing on to do this with you cuz
3: i was i was wasn't sure that you all were ready for me i know i'm a nerd and i know that's a lot it's like a fire hose it's like a fire hose of nerdy information coming at you <laughs> but then when i read through isaiah 35 and i was like Oh, this is the left bookend to my right bookend life verse. I'm gonna share this with you and I wanna commission you with it. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the
2: desert. It is now happening. That living water is now available.
3: There is a way in the wilderness and you keep remembering the other stuff. You keep piercing through to maintain and hold on to that anxiety. You keep trying to hang on to the lies. But that is not what he's asking us to do. He's doing a new thing, the new covenant we just read about. Do this to remember me. This is living with a new perspective of wilderness. What new thing is he doing in you? What are you not seeing because you are hanging on to former things? What do you need to pierce through to get to the wilderness?
2: He has made a way and you are going to make it. Remembering
3: is what holds us in that cycle I was telling you about. If we remember that there's a true thing to hang on to, we can get to right thinking, which leads to right acting, which leads to right feeling. And we see this play out over and over and over again in scripture, that renewing our mind involves right thinking, right acting, right feeling. Psalm 77, 11 and 12 says this, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate. And 2 Corinthians ten five says, we talked about this earlier, we destroy, our, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. If you are remembering what is true, then you can take every other thought captive so that you can act right. And then the right feelings come, my friends. That peace, that hope, that freedom that we talked about during Trisha's
2: session. And finally, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Philippians, this
3: entire book, I could organize on a flow chart for you. Mm-hmm. It does this cycle thing over and over and over again. So I'm going, to do, I'm going to show you two iterations of the cycle. Right thinking, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Right thinking, right acting, right feeling. And if we just scooch back a bit, we're going to see God doing it previous to that. If you know that the Lord is at hand, then you are reasonable and not anxious about anything. You let your reasonableness be known to everyone by your actions and by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, you let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus. And there's where the cycle starts again. Now you've got this right feeling that's gonna guard your heart and your mind, and you can right think again. But you've gotta remember That you fall off the bandwagon a lot. You've got to remember and pierce through all the other junk to make sure that this cycle is happening, that you are using a renewed mind to look at the world around you. So the question becomes how do I get right? How do I renew my mind? Where do I start? How do I walk the way with a new perspective? How do I get back to the wilderness? when I feel lost. Do you remember this little yellow dot at the bottom? And I told you I would talk about it now, and here I am keeping my word. The yellow inflection point on our diagram, that change in direction is always true repentance. And that's an extremely loaded word because what we get caught up in is this saying sorry and apologizing is not repenting. Apologizing is a byproduct of true repentance. That's why it really annoys you when your kid says he's sorry, and he's not. (laughs) Like, that's irritating. Don't say you're sorry unless you mean it. But to get there, true repentance means that I need to literally change my mind. To repent, in Greek, metanoia. You can look it up, Uh, Strong's 3341 metanoia. It means a change of mind, a reversal of a decision. Repentance doesn't mean saying, I'm sorry. It means I've changed my mind. Ah, in fact, I was wrong. I repent. So this is a total thing. This is a total change in direction. I was heading one direction
2: and now I'm heading the other. It is always what separates you from exile from wilderness. I've got to train my mind on Christ and reorient and recalibrate myself.
3: So I must repent. So what's this new way to go? What's the new way? Well, there's this guy I know.
2: And he told me, I am the way I, I am the life. He
3: is the living water that breaks forth in the wilderness. He's already there. He is the way of holiness. Jesus was right there in, Psalm, or in Isaiah 35 that whole time. He was the way to holiness, and he's that water that's breaking through in the wilderness. So, sisters, strengthen weak hands. Strengthen your own, strengthen those around you. Make firm, feeble knees, and behold, be strong, and fear not, and say to those with anxious hearts that your God has come to save you. Repent, rejoice, and remember, and live with a new perspective of wilderness. Woo. So here are the last things I want you to hang on to. For transformed thinking and a renewed mind, right thinking, leads to right acting, which leads to right feeling. The world would have you try to conform to the opposite of that. Repentance is the inflection point that creates a boundary between exile and wilderness or being in Christ and not. Repentance is a change of mind and a change of direction. And remember is the command that God has given you to keep you in the right place. It is an active verb, that requires and indicates you must pierce through everything else to get to him and his truth.
2: And lastly, God remembers you. He remembers you. She's a mess over here. (laughs)
1: Stop my mess up. God remembers you. God pierces through everything to get to you. Yeah. You are worthy to be on that scale equal with Jesus. Because he's pierced through everything to get to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not the crier, people. I'm usually just the crier. Me. <laughs> <sighs> Give me some thumbs up, yo. Everybody like, yeah? Yeah. Gosh, yes. Yay, God. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, instead of, because of my FOMO, you're welcome. Um, Instead of going into your small breakout groups, we're gonna do big group. Yay! I can be part of this one. Oh my goodness.
2: Either
4: you have to be quiet or leave.
1: I mean, it's fine too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so um here do you have the last one up there yep okay. oh here's what we're gonna do ah, here is our whole retreat reflection sheet Yay. okay so i want to hear from you um i don't know a very nice and organized way to do this if we were in real life i would just stare you down and you would dock because that's how it works. And again, I'm comfortable with awkward silence. It still works the same way with the video conference. They'll still talk. Oh, good. OK, so um, I just would, uh, we want to just kind of move through some of these questions and see yeah, what you got out of this, right? So um, remember all the way back, remember. Pierce through everything all the way back to last night in that session in the very first group you were in we asked you to make a goal for your team do you feel after that you've met that goal um, if so what was that goal tell us
5: so I feel like we I feel like this definitely met that goal I feel like our team goal was reconnecting with Christ and reconnecting with other women and obviously Alexis you blew that out of the water same thing with you Tricia um I just feel like that you gave us a renewed view on a new level of intimacy with both not only getting to know the ladies within the groups but also and realizing how much we have in common in our walks but also looking at a new approach to be reaching others, including um, those that we are intimate with. Um, And then also uh, just that connection, that, that going deeper in the word with Christ, but then also him being our cover of all. That's
2: amazing, yes.
6: Next. Anybody? I, else? Think, I think our group kind of meant that. Ours was drawing together to be intentional, expecting God to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the intentionality in all of this was just, it was all there. Um, and for me personally, it just, uh, I've been kind of on a journey of, actually, that's my word for the year, by the way. So, yes, um, and so now I, I I'm I'm just seeing that I have to intentionally make the choice to not believe in those lies what like what uh Trisha was talking about earlier and and and, and counteract that with truth and um to be intentional on piercing through and remembering all that truth to get to that positive forward motion that I'm, I want to move towards into that hope.
2: So what was something you really want
1: to remember? What is something that you really want to, to remember from in a week tomorrow, this afternoon, this evening, when you're cooking dinner for your tiny people, what do you want to remember that you've learned this week or that something has come to you? Joy is awareness of God's grace.
7: Mm. I want to remember the right thinking, right actions, right feeling cycle. Mm-hmm. So I don't get off track mm-hmm. in my thinking. Thank you that was that was phenomenal.
2: Oh, thank you I think piercing
7: through everything this last point is really good, because sometimes I know the truth, but then other stuff just clouds it, and especially emotions and things like that and it's hard to get back to that truth.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, so right now, Megan um, doesn't have audio, but she wrote that I want to remember the wilderness is not a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Megan G, was that you? I was just looking at you thinking, I need her to share something. (laughs) And then I went down to Becky. And thinking, Becky Griffin needs to share something. Yeah. So I have both of you. (laughs) I love what I love the things you have to say to me, Becky Griffin. So lay it on me. I I have a quick question. Um, How long do we have? to share right now. When are you going to stop sharing? What time? Um, we're we're on the schedule till
3: three three thirty, I believe, to move through the rest here. Yeah.
1: Okay. The reason I ask is that um, Larissa is still working on her painting, but she wants to share a little something on it towards the end.
8: Okay.
2: That sounds great.
1: Okay, so. Um, this goes beautifully along with what Trisha had talked about. What is something you need to do to change, do or change, um, in response to your experience this weekend? What are some of those things, some of those actions that you're going to move towards?
7: I think one thing that was really revealed to me this weekend is that I feel like I have a very strong identity in Christ. I don't usually wrestle with things like that, but i found that even right now I'm having an identity crisis I didn't even know about (laughs) so and that is just kind of receiving God's blessings and God's gifts and being still not having to do any work not having to go Mm -hmm. out and minister not having to do for him but just and and just not it stills my ability to be grateful for what he's given to me too because I'm not accepting it at its full value at you know his level of love and generosity and and caring and devotion towards me. so I think that's what I need to remember is not to get caught up in the security I have, that mm-hmm. though it is a security, that the humanity in me can still get lost in that or come through or overpower.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh bringing the tears always um (laughs)
0: um I think the one thing that um I just just from just a few minutes ago when you were talking about repentance I think that was always a um whenever I did that it was like an apology oh like I'm I'm sorry I did this or I'm sorry I messed up and just um, looking at it as I need to change my mind because I do, I do find myself asking forgiveness this and saying sorry for things and then doing it again, you know, and it's, I'm not changing my mind totally. I'm just, yeah, it's almost like a box checked off. Like, oh, I have to do this. So um, yeah, just being more um, aware of needing to do that. Yes. yes and I'm done sharing now Bye.
1: I'll take it thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay I can share um, I think before we
0: I think to take all everything that you guys were talking about this weekend before we go back to like our new normal that I'm gonna we're gonna really have to take in what does God really want you know, like, even for next year for PwC, do, does God want it to look the same as it has for years and years and years? Or ha, is he using all this COVID-19 um, stuff to make PwC from here going forward look different? And not necessarily a bad thing, but, like, just he's got different plans. Um, and I th- so I think, like, you know, even taking some of this stuff and just you know, like, it's easy to get caught up in, like, well, we can do all the things, but it's, like, no, where does God, you know, like, we could still do it like we were, and we could still do this, and, like, do it like this, but, but where does God want PWC to go, or what, where does he want it to look like,
2: kind of thing, when we go back to, like, normal,
9: right? Yes, Kelly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, slide in on that that thought that um, Megan had, and I know, so Megan and I, or I'm sorry, Becky and I taught a class last year together, which prepared us to serve together this year, and from the very beginning, from the moment that her and I both said yes, she kept saying, we need to just, we need to strip everything away, Kelly, we need to get back to the basics, just Jesus, just Jesus, so as things happened this year, and um you know, you know, at one point we had a surplus of money and we didn't know what to spend it on. And then all of a sudden that money was, was gone. So it just, God just all year long walked us through a season of, um, you know, we, we had what we need, you know, we, we had an abundance, but God was not giving us the, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He kept us focused on him, and and with what Megan's saying going forward, having that, I had wrote down what I need to do and change is keep a new perspective, and with our eyes on Christ and being obedient, that new perspective um, will probably be so much richer and so much sweeter than it was before, because we, right now in practical life, everything has been taken away from everyone. And so when we go forward, I hope, I really hope we all have a fresh perspective of what's actually important and what's not. Um, With PWC, with our homes, with schools, with work, with treating strangers, with seeing a homeless man on the side of the road who's hungry. I really, really hope that everybody goes forward with a fresh perspective, um, eyes on Christ, and live in a practical way of being the hands and feet of Christ instead of. you know wasting time and money on stuff that don't matter stuff that can be taken away in a heartbeat so i just i just hope we go forward with a new perspective on on living life the way christ would have us live now that it now that it's all been kind of taken away for the moment
1: yeah sometimes uh, god has to break it break down the walls and break everything down so he can build it right with jesus as that cornerstone so now you can move forward in this, in this quarantine phase where everything's been stripped away and you can walk forward building back on Jesus as your cornerstone and building back up and starting just back to basics and fresh. Start with a fresh platform and, and move forward with how he would like it. Yeah, it's thanks Kelly. Uncovering to recover mm. properly just like
3: Joseph and his brothers. Oh man, I really encourage you guys to go back to Genesis and read about Joseph and his brothers yeah. and all the uncovering and recovering that happens and then when it gets when it's done right and well then the kingdom
2: um, prospers wow. then the kingdom prospers.
1: everybody prospers yes yeah. 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 Um, This is always a really fun question for me. I really uh, enjoy this. Um, And it is the fourth question. And it's, why did you think you were joining this retreat conference this weekend? And then why are you
6: actually here? Here. Here. So for me, over here, um when I asked to answer this question originally, I was just kind of like with the superficial lining of, I love fellowship, I love going to women's retreats and getting encouragement and all that stuff, right? Um, But now on the tail side of it, I would say the past couple of months, it's been kind of a a journey of, like I said earlier, being intentional. But um, I've been reading a couple of books and they're all dealing with the renewal of your mind with the shifting of perspective with change making making this shift from negative thinking to positive thinking you know having god as your your standard and not what those lies are and so why am i actually here god already knew but for me this is just affirmation that I need to continue on that journey.
1: Yeah.
6: Of, of, of that mind shift. That's amazing.
1: I love that. Thank you.
2: Oh, Monissa
1: says the same. I see you. I see you. Yes. Anybody else, where were you originally showing up on my screen on this screen? And now, why do you really know that you're here?
10: Are you talking to me? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> okay.
1: I was
2: waiting for you.
10: So I thought I was joining this conference to lead worship and to be blessed by Alexis's teaching, which I was. Mm-hmm. But I think that God wanted to show me a different perspective of suffering, that mm-hmm. it's not something done to us it's something done for us because we can say all day long that we want to be more christ-like but is there any way to become more christ-like aside from enduring suffering Mm -hmm. and so if that is the whole goal for us to become more like him then suffering is a key part of that in God's workout plan, right? Yes. And if that's the only way that he can bring about endurance and build character and give us hope, then why are we so surprised when it comes upon us? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. What's
2: that verse? Oh, what's the verse Shelby? Don't be surprised.
10: It's, isn't that in James? Don't yes. be surprised when you encounter ver- a child of-, of various kinds. Yes. Don't you know that the testing of your faith?
1: James 1.5. Thank you. James 1.5.
2: Oh, James 1, two.
1: Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Oh, Kelly was on it. Kelly, I see you. Consider it pure joy when we face trials. No pain, no gain, baby. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness.
3: Mm. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. That's the right thinking,
2: right acting, right feeling cycle. Again. Yes. Yes.
11: Oh, Manessi. I going to share if that's okay. Um, I was going through my notes and I think I counted, and I know that there was more than this, I counted 45 scripture references. And I love the reframing of wilderness um because it's like it was like in the connotation of that for me for a while was just like a like a negative but I love that how just that reframing but what it reminds me of is that all these 45 verses have so much life in them. it reminds me of what is in Hebrews chapter 4 I believe it's um like God's word is living and active and so and it's just like how one little new thought of scripture you know of just like reframing God's truth in such a way and yet 45 scriptures of most of which I know and have you know and I am aware of is still applicable and relevant to something so new and it just goes to show how God's word is so living and active where it's like scriptures that I am you know well aware of can be brought to life in a new and fresh way and I love that how God's word can can do that for us, and um, you know it's like he's given us everything that we need for you know teaching and you know all of that and so and it it never goes away and I think it's like scripture is really the only book and thing that we have that we can read and reread and reread and have it penetrate in so many different ways like the same verse over and over and over again can means something one season of life. It means something completely different in another season. And I, and I just really appreciate that. I appreciate, I mean, yeah, like I counted 45, and that's only because I was quickly <laughs> writing it. And I, and I love that because it goes to show that it's not just this one verse that, that applies, it's this verse. Oh, and reminder this verse. Oh, and read it over here and read it over here. Oh, and by the way, did you know that it was over here and here and here and here? And I love that. And I think it's just that reminder that God's not done with us and that he can teach us in so many different ways through so many different people. And, you know, we resonate with some people and some teachings better than others, but yet God uses the same scriptures and the same truth um, for all of us and he can reach any of us. And so anyways, I just thought that that was really cool. Just that, you know, God's word really is just living and that's what can get us through.
1: Yes, yeah.
11: And it pierces.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah does. That's awesome. Thank you, Lisa, for being that note taker and notating how many scripture references. (laughs) That's incredible. That's a fun fact and I enjoy it. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, anybody else? I have a lot of Kims on the bottom row and they're both smiling lovely and they're both like, don't pick me, Amanda, don't do it. And I see you both and I'm going to need a Kimmy to talk, please. You can, you can, you can do this with the two of you. That's okay. I'll wait. I'll I'll start. Um, The wilderness is
12: what resonated with me a lot. and you know we were really privileged to have Alexis speak at our retreat at fort knox here a month ago um and yet she spoke about something completely different for this fort bragg retreat however god is so great that he ties these through lines you know throughout the whole bible and so we talked a lot about rest at that retreat um with another one of our gals speaking there was a, a theme and rest was one of the themes and I'm looking at this this wilderness experience that I also considered the wilderness being like desert and you know, desolate and terrible. <laughs> and separating that out from um, the whole separated set apart wilderness and exile, I've really been thinking about exile the entire time. Um, and how beautiful to look at the wilderness as a place where God is providing safety to us. And aren't we all in that right now, you know, getting this this small picture, of what it's gonna be like when that is redeemed someday, um, because it's going to be redeemed, you know, in a couple months or however long this takes, we're gonna just rejoice in all those gifts that, you know, we've kind of taken for granted um, of getting to say hello and be with friends and do all these things and, you know, but God is teaching and, and providing safety throughout our lives and we'll see this in a small way when this is over, but what a glory it'll be to see that
2: someday, um, to be with Him eternally. Amen. Amen. Good job, Good job, Kimmy. Good job. Good
9: job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my name is Kim. I don't know if I'm on one
13: of the bottom ones <laughs> that I'm next to another Kim on your screen. Me as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I, um, I am a part of Cadence International. So on Friday nights, we do Friday night uh, Bible study and we did a Zoom conference last night. So I didn't make it, but one of the gals had mentioned the retreat and I knew about it, but I felt like I was really busy. I probably you know, could busy myself with other things even just around the house. And uh, so I had actually, uh, check some Facebook posts this morning and saw Becky Griffin's post like, Oh, join us. And I'm like, yeah, why don't I do that? So, um, very, uh, willy nilly. I got on and just, I think that there's so many things right now that pertain to my, my life as far as the wilderness and the wandering. Several people had mentioned that just having that framework, um, my husband and i have talked often about the wilderness and it is kind of this deserted place um so i love how i have um a new pers- perspective on that that it's a place that we are given and there's another word like the things that we are given god wanted us to get wanted to reveal the fruit right he wants to give us these things um, but we quickly want to run after them and acquire them of our own accord. And it's just this constant surrender and death of self. Um, and I'm sure most women on here can attest to when we do wait, God's timing is perfect and it's way better than anything we could have ever prayed for, hoped for, dreamed for, et cetera. Um, so, and then, There's a lot of things, you guys. (laughs) I am a huge note taker. So needless to say, I didn't print anything off. So I'm sitting here trying to write everything and I'm snapping pictures. Um, But I love the whole idea of how he covers us and he has this outstretched hand. You just gave tons of great visuals. And I'm such a visual person that that, those are the things that I'm going to remember and then tie scripture too like it's the visual and then i can pierce through everything else and recall the scripture right i love the piercing that's just awesome um and um so the the cover recover just all the i love how you geek out on the greek and hebrew um i'm not that person i'm learning to be that person (laughs) um so I appreciated all of that and I just, um, God just using uh, technology in a beautiful way and he has a lot for me, but he wants me to go through them and dwell with him so he can reveal more. I feel a little overwhelmed at this part. You, you flooded me. Yes. Now I have to receive and digest. <laughs>
1: Sorry for the fire hose repro- approach, but I really just wanted you all to have
3: all the information.
13: <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you very much, ladies. Appreciate you very much.
1: Thanks for sharing. Thank and you, Kim. Kim, know that I am not naturally a nerd out, geek out kind of girl either, but when you do get there, which you will, it's like a floodgate. You can't stop. So every single word, you're like, oh, I gotta look that up now. Oh, I gotta look that up. There are so many rabbit holes, and then before you know it, it's three hours later, you've done zero with your day, (laughs) except sit and look up words and all the things, and you feel so refreshed and renewed. So don't give up, just keep going, keep doing it. I love that, that's very
13: encouraging. Um, I think the more that I pray to be hungry and thirsty for the word, the more hunger and thirst I get. Somebody's at my door.
2: Thank you, ladies.
1: All right, thank you. Uh, Anybody else want to share? Yes. Um, Why I joined this conference is because I'm on the board, and um, I like retreats and conferences, so I was always really excited about it. Um, But what I why I
11: really think I'm actually
1: here is. a lot of the questions that I've been struggling with this past few months that I'm just like, I want the answers. I want the exact answer. Um, and I got it um, to, through this retreat and I'm able to share it. So i um, excited to share with um, some people that um, God has brought into my life that are looking forward to, for me to share it with. That's, incredible.
2: That's great
1: opportunity to share with others right Yes God calls us to walk together in our grace in the grace that he has gifted us we are to walk together strengthen each other up and that's really that's discipleship ha hey ah. go and make disciples
3: that verb I'm going to give you more of nerd <laughs> as you go the verb is indicating it's as you go it's not go and make disciples it's as you go, the verb tense is, as you're doing it, make disciples. As you're going on the way, teach others. Bring somebody along with you. Say some things to the people with anxious hearts. That's going to point them to Jesus. It's going to help them pierce through whatever's in the way of them seeing and beholding.
7: Yeah. So <clears throat> I have always loved PWSU retreats. Last year's was an extra great one. And it was actually during that time that God spoke to my heart about being on the board this last year. Um, So I was really looking forward to this year's retreat. And I was so bummed when it's virtual uh, because I'm not a big techie person. But I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And at first, I was really honestly tempted to just, well, I'll just watch it later. That's actually what I did last night because I was very busy. I was like, I'll just watch it later. But then I was like, but then I totally miss out on the live chat. So okay, I'll do it today. Um, And I honestly think one of the reasons besides awesome teaching, I mean, it's like what Kim said, it's gonna take me a couple years to read back through and absorb all of this, but some really great teaching. But I also think another reason is what you were just talking about for other people. Manisa and I are in the same small group before we all had to shut down and go virtual in our same small group Bible study and kind of walking through um, a real tough time in her life. And um, when we did the chat rooms, you know, you said that was all totally random. But God put both of us together both times, in addition to the fact that we were already in the same small group and already connecting on other levels. And so I really do believe that part of what God has for us is to look around us and encourage each other and, you know, just build each other up. I think that's very important.
2: Yeah, Yes.
7: Ah, I love Jesus creeping. That. That's really cool. ah, yeah. So good.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Great. All right. So now we we enter into uh, a good place. I love this. Do we have good place? She's transitioning. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do we have time for one more? Now's your time. Go for okay. it. Okay. This is Larissa, my friend, Larissa.
14: Hi. So, um, I just wanted to encourage you girls, you're all just so beautiful. And there's just so much that God has put inside you of you that, um, he wants you to discover. And it's almost like he put the entire world on hold and stopped the, the turning of the planet and all its, Activity and commotion and distractions to give you guys time to discover just what he's put inside of you and just the beauty and the dreams.
2: Wait, your mic is muted. Yeah, Oh, let's unmute her.
4: Whole time. Okay. It cut off at dreams.
14: Oh, okay. Cut off at dreams. Okay. So, um, yeah, the song is called dream again. And, uh, I just feel like it's going along with this time and season. I think God is just moving so powerfully, especially on women right now to discover the truth of your beauty and to realize like, like, just like all this conversation has been amazing. Like it's time to stop agreeing with, the, with the enemy about our beauty and what our value is and our worth. Like it's such a waste of our time. And, and the, the you know, like the devil keeps stealing from us, uh, truth and, and takes territory uh, from our lives and our inheritance and what we can do and, and what we're capable of because of like all these things that create doubt and insecurity and anyway, there's so much he wants to do and say and i think it's beautiful the way he's given time for women to to take a look at the truth and to discover uh, with the things god is saying to you guys is going to be like hard to believe because it's always amazing and just have courage to embrace it and believe it and it is a time it is a season where god's giving everyone new dreams or or bringing to mind old dreams, maybe dreams that you guys have had in your hearts, you know, and just have been afraid to, to um, conquer or to go for. But like, just keep digging into that. Um, I think it's just a time for really taking, receiving truth about your identity, and realizing that you're like, it's really like, his glory that makes you beautiful. You're clothed in his glory. You're, you were made by God, you know, who had you in mind before you even came one of your days even came to be. Um, another thing that my daughter was, you know, God has been really working on this with my daughter who's 18, but she was like, mom, my beauty, I'm beautiful because let's see. How did she say? She says, because God's hold on. I'm gonna go to her text real quick. Um, She says, it's hard, you know, when you're a teenager to even feel beautiful. And there's so much we hate about ourselves, but like, it's like time to put that stuff away. But she was saying, it's, she was saying that she, God's been telling her that God gives, she said, God gives me my beauty. It's given, it's like our gift from Him personally. Um, and I am beautiful in the way that I reflect him, and each of us, like, you guys have the spirit of God in you. You're his temple, and he, he wants to reflect and create beauty in each of you, and for you guys to shine and be beautiful, and so I just had, I just felt like he gave me this image, and it's not quite finished, because I just started it when you guys had your session. Well, I came a little late, but Um, I just want you guys to know, like, inside of you, like, there's so much beautiful, and it's maybe great that it's not finished, because, like, for each of you, it'll look like something different. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, a girl, and out of her, there's all this stuff God has put inside each of you that, like, God is still waiting to reveal to you and still wanting you even if he's already been revealing to you for you to realize the fullness of it and to see it clearly then to be confident and to see yourselves as beautiful and radiant and full of his glory. And so I really love this song. I thought I would just read to you the lyrics. Um, It's um, beautifully like sung and composed by uh, a young married couple. And it's called Dream Again. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, of course, says the Lord. It's the road less traveled where courage comes alive. I'll prosper you and satisfy your heart with truth. So lean on my guidance. Delight yourself in me. For my heart is mysterious and my ways are beyond your ways. So rest in my finished work. That is something that hit me so powerfully like guys, we can rest in his finished work. Like the work he has put in you is and all was finished. It, it's the complete work that was put there like when before one of your days even came to be like when you were born. if it, it, there is a finished work inside of you and you get to spend your life discovering that and the beauty of it because it's created by God himself. Um, And so, and I love that this comes from a place of rest, guys, not like efforting and working at it. It's discovery and rest. So um, yeah, um, as the kingdom, so I'll go back. So rest in my finished work as the kingdom envelops the earth. Dream again, dream again, hope in me. Let my soul speak the peace you need, for I will never leave you. I will always lead you. Step with me from where we walk the deserts, and from where we walk the deserts bloom. That's what's so cool. You can be in a desert season, and just like so many of you have testified, but like when you're walking, even in the desert with God, the desert blooms, So step with me where from where we walk, the deserts bloom with life and a future where purpose is defined. So dream again and dream again for my heart is mysterious and my ways are beyond your ways. So rest in my finished work as the kingdom is revealed. So I think it's great. You guys are doing great. And God is just excited for you all to just have a time of receiving his truth and walking like when this quarantine times ends, like for you guys to be revealed. And it says all of creation is waiting for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. So like, I encourage you to walk out of this COVID time as like in your full glory, And in your beauty, receiving that, accepting it, like saying, Yes, Lord, this is what is true about me. I will be beautiful and I will be a light and I will wear your glory in the earth. Mm -hmm. And I just encourage you with that. Thank you, you, Larissa. And I can post the link to that song at some point, or you can.
1: Okay. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so as we close, um, we'd like to know how you want to be remembered before the Lord. How can we be praying for you? we won't to have them write the oh, yeah. so it, it, it in the chat. Oh, yeah! Can we have it in the chat box? For us? Yes. Throw it in the chat box. If how can we remember you before the Lord? How can we pray for you? Because we will. We will be praying for you. Absolutely. Until the Lord releases us to
3: not pray for you anymore. I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, I had on to some ladies from my first retreat I did in the fall this year for a good five months, I was praying for them. And then I had released and that was about 35 people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if you can't think of anything right now, you have Alexis's email address mm-hmm. that you can send a request and please tell us how we can pray for you. Um, we, we will pray for you. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for, for me to, um, somebody says, hey, will you pray for me, I will stop and pray for you right then. Um, so it's, that's what a better way to pray for somebody is praying for them immediately. Just do it right then and there. Um, so throw it in the, in the box and I'm going to keep recording that as we go out. Um, and we will know that we will be praying for you and we would love updates. We like to know when God is answered these prayers. So if you have said, yes, I've been praying for this to this anxiety to stop and that anxiety does stop. Tell us, we want to hear the praises. This girl, she oh, wants Lord. to know it all. You. I need your interaction, please.
7: Yeah. So
1: we want we want to hear the we want to hear the end state, right? We want to yeah. hear the praise as well as the prayer. You do.
3: Hey y'all, I have loved, love, love, love preparing. I mean, this is all for me. <laughs> thank you for inviting me here to talk to you because I learned so much uh,
2: as I yeah, pre- it. because um, um it was awesome, awesome, right. Thank you.
1: said yes. Oh Thank you, um, Trisha. Or who's gonna who's is who's praying us out on this number?
4: Um, I'm gonna share one more thing, and then Miss um, Pastor Delphine is gonna pray us out. Awesome. Um, so yeah, thank you all again for joining us uh, live. And if you are tuning in after, thank you. Um, I hope that this has been a huge blessing in your life, because um, just like Alex said, when you're in charge of it, I think we tend to get a little more out of it, um, and a lot, a lot more lessons. And I'm just grateful um, to just see the blooms, to see the fruit that comes from the desert, that comes from that wilderness journey that um, we are, and all, all of us in one form or fashion have either been on or are currently on. And um, I wanna say thank you um, to my admin folks. They are actually, because of how things worked out, they actually weren't able to attend, but they, I have one person in particular, Katherine Patterson, who has been alongside me this whole year praying for your hearts, praying for everything coming together. And um, online, anything that you saw, like the coloring page or anything that had bloom in the desert, that was actually from one of our gals, Jennifer Sheamus. She just, when I told told her the theme, she was, she could not go to sleep that night. Like she just immediately like drew it out. It was really awesome. And um, another gal, Lisa Berger, just want to mention her as well, because she was there just praying, asking questions, um, giving me some feedback. And so it's just been a huge blessing to see how God has brought uh, this together. Um, And definitely, I feel like continuing the theme of our year of being clothed in Christ uh, here at Fort Bragg. Um, taking off the old rags and putting on the clothes that he has said and that he has chosen. Um, so this just really culminates and helps us continue to finish out this season well. As it is unknown and it's been a journey, we've had a very unique board. We've had a very unique year and I really do feel like it's in light of everything that has taken place. So thank you also Alexis and Amanda for joining us and the other Fort Knox gals and I I know um, some we had some folks earlier from Germany on and so I'm grateful for everyone um, just how God works. He's just amazing. So My wonderful sisters, the last thing I have to say is you are worthy, you are precious, and wholly loved.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: I know y'all had lots of takeaways. Please take that with you. Because that's exactly what he did. He did exactly what Alexis said. He pierced through all of the stuff to bring you himself this weekend.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm.
4: All right, Miss Delphine.
8: (laughs) Okay. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you for this conference. Mm. We thank you for Trish, Kelly and those and Alexis, Amanda, all of those that uh, you use to make this conference what it has been today. We're reminded of your words as you spoke through Alexis about repenting and rejoicing and remembering. Father, prior to this, retreat, when we have walked through the desert,
2: we've done it incorrectly.
8: We have complained, we have murmured, we have fault find, but today we say we repent.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: We repent of how we have previously walked through the desert. We repent of mummering and complaining Fault finding, for devaluing ourselves. But today, as a result of this conference, this retreat, we will remember you Mm. that you are with us in the desert, Mm. that you're causing us to bloom, you're causing us, uh, you're training us, and you're preparing us for greater, for your kingdom. And because of that, We will rejoice, cause us to remember, to embrace the desert, to see you above all, to let your word be our vantage point. We pray that through this retreat, you have clarified some things. You have encouraged us. We have been strengthened. We appreciate you for that, Lord. So we pray that you bless your women as we depart, Father. Thank you that this message has went all the way around the world, almost. And um, we rejoice for this virtual retreat. You knew what you was doing. We thank you, we praise you. We rejoice because God, you're doing a new thing. We bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
9: Mm-hmm. Amen.
2: Now we say
3: bye.
1: Thank you, Fort Bragg. Well done.
9: Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word.